Avoiding burnout and managing stress is just kind of a day-to-day thing for a creative. But what if we had some better tools and unique strategies that we could use every single day so that we could avoid burnout and really start to get a handle on this whole stress thing. Now, my guest today is Dr. Jen Harrison, and she is a lovely expert in the areas of stress reduction, uh, burnout management, self-care, and high performance. So this episode is just jammed packed with really strategic ways that you can use day to day that you can manage your stress levels. You're going to absolutely love it. Let's get to it. If you're seeking a way to escape the cycle of under earning and overworking, then you're in the right place. Welcome to The Well-Paid Creative, where we discover how to run a profitable and satisfying creative business. I'm your host, Gabrielle Chipier, and I share what I've learned in my 17 years as a creative pro. From attracting quality clients, to earning more profit, to escaping burnout, and creating amazing work you love, we're going to cover it all. Join me as I interview experts and reflect on my own experiences, both the good and the bad. Before we dive into the show, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, hop on over to wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and more. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into the Well-Paid Creative Podcast. I am super excited today to be talking to Dr. Jen Harrison, and we're going to be talking all about a very prevalent issue with us creatives and just, I think, in people in general. And that's all about uh, avoiding burnout and handling stress in our lives. So thank you so much for joining me, Jen. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. And thanks so much for having me on your podcast. Wonderful. So tell me a little bit more about um, how you help people deal with stress and avoiding burnout. Um, Well, I've, uh, I've worn a number of different hats <laughs> over the years and I continue to, but it's all kind of tied in with my current uh, online business uh, and how I help uh, entrepreneurs to, um, yeah, to relieve stress uh, and develop some powerful stress management as well as stress processing uh, tools and optimizing brain power, uh, you know, creating a success mindset, however you choose to define that as well as helping to manifest, you know, results in your, not only in the business, but also in your personal life, because there's no mm-hmm. point in having a successful business and being burnt out. <laughs> and, you know, it, you know, you want to be happy and healthy, but then you also want your business to thrive so that you can, you know, serve uh, your community and, and serve your clients. So um, uh, with my online business, I help people through a number of ways. I've got a ton of free content uh, with different um, stress management tools and strategies uh, to, uh, to help people on their journey. And, uh, and also through um, uh, online courses that I've developed, uh, I do success mindset coaching uh, as well. And then also through my book, um, it's called Stress Self to Best Self, A Body, Mind, Spirit Guide to Creating a Happier and Healthier You. Uh, volume one, I'm working on, <laughs> on a follow-up <laughs> book, um, but that, as you know, uh, takes time <laughs> and energy and effort uh, with that. And um, uh, I've been a, a certified athletic therapist for 33 years and 
a chiropractor for 23 years, and I've been studying mind-body medicine um, since the early 90s, actually. I started, you know, reading books by Dr. Deepak Chopra and Dr. Joan Borisenko, who was one of the co-founders of the Mind-Body Medicine Clinic at Harvard. And I've, you know, over the years learned lots of different um, stress management tools um, and different strategies. Um, because, you know, we talk about, um, yeah, like certainly like stress and burnout and, uh, and you know, mental health um, is certainly a key, um, like, you know, top of the list uh, topic uh, these days. And I mean, everybody was burnt out before the pandemic. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then sort of with the pandemic, that just sort of took things to a whole new level. But I look at the mind and body are totally interconnected and it's literally impossible to separate the two. I mean, there's been research going on for, for decades, for centuries, really (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. showing, um, showing that. And so we, you know, when we think about um, stress and burnout, we think of it as just a mental or emotional thing, but it's a full blown body mind um, experience. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, so I help people with um, teaching them uh, and coaching them my patients too. I still have a part-time practice. Um, but uh, yeah, just in terms of learning different strategies and tools that they can use um, and helping to create a, um, a daily self-care practice. That's really important. Mm, and I can, I can agree more because I know when I get stressed, it's not just up here. It's I'm tired. I feel hot. I get, you know, jittery and I, I feel it all throughout my body. So what would you say like as we're getting into that feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm stressed. What would you say is kind of the first thing that we need to address or do? What can we kind of take action on? The first thing that I encourage um, both my patients and clients and online students to do is to create um, a go-to self um, or stress relief uh, toolkit, <laughs> uh, create, a, create a list of just some really simple um, go-to tools. And I'll, I'll go over a few that I'll share with, uh, with your audience today, with your community. Um, because it's important, uh, what a lot of people don't realize or don't know is that when you're in fight or flight mode, so when you're, when you're stressed out, you can lose up to 70% blood flow to your prefrontal cortex of your brain. Really? And that's, yes. <laughs> and that's really important because your prefrontal cortex is responsible for, uh, for learning, for uh, retaining a new information, for, uh, intellectual thought, for creativity, for decision-making. And so, when you're um, when uh, when you're either in an acute stress situation, like something has just happened that's really really triggered you, um, or it's just been a buildup of stress, you know, through the day or through the week or month or however long it's been, you're 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 in survival mode. You're literally in fight or flight mode. You're not in intellectual mode. Going, ooh, I wonder which you know meditation I should use, or ooh, I wonder what you know. <laughs> yeah, you're you're literally in survival mode. So if you've got a um, a go to uh, uh, stress management tool list um, to, you know, then that's all you have to think about is just like, oh, I just need to go to my list. I don't have to think about what's on the list. <laughs> and so I encourage people to just enter it like in your cell phone or have post-it notes, you know, on your laptop monitor or, um, you know, post-it notes on your bathroom mirror or, you know, uh, or, you know, write a piece of paper and have it in your wallet or in your purse. So something that's just easily accessible. So um, I'm, I'm all about making things like simple, doable, actionable, Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, that's going to create overwhelm. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so what I, I coach people to do is just a really a simple breathing meditation. And you know, when we get stressed, it's like you were talking about, like you know, you, you just you feel it in your body. So a lot of times we feel um, 
you know, our respiratory diaphragm muscle that helps us breathe, it gets really tight. So we end up doing shallow breathing. So by stopping and um, just taking 10 deep breaths in and out and just make sure that the amount of air that you breathe in equals the amount of air that you breathe out really acts as a good pattern disruptor because now you're taking your mind uh, and focusing on the breathing. But then there's also a lot of physiological benefits of, of doing a breathing meditation too. It helps with you know blood and lymphatic circulation. Uh, it helps with your digestive system. Um, it helps to calm your nervous system down actually. And then even energetically, it helps to um, create some energy balancing. Like that's why breathing is such a key part in, in yoga practices uh, mm -hmm. or in Tai Chi or Qigong. Those are key, um, uh, it's a, breathing is a key component. And I, I joke with, uh, with my patients and with my clients, they say like, you're going to be breathing anyway. <laughs> so, you know, you may as well use it to your full advantage. So I encourage people to actually not only have that as a tool for kind of like a, in the moment where your, you know, your stress levels and cortisol levels are, are through the roof, but to incorporate it as part of a daily self-care practice uh, mm -hmm. as well. And so instead of just saying, oh yeah, I'll do my yoga breathing at the end of the day, or in my yoga class, you know, two days from now, <laughs> um, I encourage people to do that like once an hour throughout your day. Because oftentimes what happens is that, you know, you start, you know, you may wake up in the morning, you've got a certain amount of you know, stress, but then the stress continues to build, you know, kind of exponentially mm -hmm. throughout the day. So at the end of the day, you, you know, your stress level may be up, up fairly high. And if you want to at least try and get some semblance of sleep in the evening, you know, you've got a, a lot of work to do in the evening just to lower your stress levels down enough so that you can, you know, get a good night's sleep. Whereas if you're doing, uh, say, a, a breathing meditation once an hour, which is easy to do, it hardly takes, you know, it takes less than a minute um, to do, then, you know, your stress levels will go up, but then you can bring them down. So then you're more modulating them um, through mm -hmm. the day. And uh, so that's really beneficial. And then um, you can add a component to that. You can add a mantra to that. Uh, and the one that I like to teach, because it's really simple, is just you say in your mind as you're inhaling, I breathe in relaxation. And then as you're exhaling, you say to yourself, I breathe out tension. And then you would just repeat that through 10 mm. breaths. And you can breathe, you know, do longer than that if you want. But I mean, even just doing that 10 times uh, can be quite powerful and, uh, you know, help to lower cortisol levels and, and lower your stress levels in a fairly short period of time. And as I said, it's simple to do, to do and you're going to be breathing anyway. So, <laughs> so you mm -hmm. may as well um, use that. Um, and I've literally done that meditation standing in line at the grocery store. And I wasn't particularly stressed out, but I just, you know, there was a huge long line ahead of me. And I thought, well, I'm going to be here for a while. Uh, I may as well just do <laughs> this breathing meditation. So, um, so it's, it's easy to do and it's actionable, easily actionable. Um, oh, another that. tool um, that I, I've discovered a number of years ago um, that's really powerful is called emotional freedom techniques. It's also mm -hmm. known as EFT or tapping. I'm not sure if you've if you're familiar with that or if you've heard of that, Gabriel. Uh, or... I've heard of it, yeah. but I've never actually used it or looked into it. Yeah, it's um yeah it's it's quite amazing, and there's been over like a hundred um, studies. Uh, I think it's 115 now published in peer-reviewed journals um, showing its effectiveness in in relieving stress and even like treating trauma and PTSD. Um, but it's a combination of tapping over a specific set of acupressure points through the head and upper body uh, and hands uh, while verbally stating what's bothering you. And so there's a, uh, there's a myriad of techniques that fall under the umbrella of emotional freedom techniques or EFT, mm -hmm. or sometimes it's just called tapping. Um, but there's a simple, uh, it's called the basic recipe that, uh, that you can learn to just deal with like stress in the moment. Uh, mm -hmm. And um, I have a tutorial on my website, actually a free one. And I've created a number of EFT tapping meditations as well as some guided meditations on my website as well. that are free for people to access. So, so that's a, that's a really like 
simple but powerful tool that uh, people can learn how to do uh, quite easily and um, uh, yeah, and have that as part of the, the toolkit. And people may have other you know strategies that they really like as well, but uh, the key thing is to yeah make that go-to list um, and just have it someplace um, that's easily accessible so that uh, you can do that. And then, as I said, I also really encourage people to have a daily self-care practice as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that, uh, that breathing technique. And for us techie people, um, if you have an Apple watch, then definitely, definitely enable that breathe app, because that is something that has totally saved me so many times because, and it's funny because I'm sure it, I don't know, calibrates your heart rate or something. And it can tell when you're getting stressed and it will ding and it will say, take a moment, breathe. And you get the little blooming, you know, icon that you can breathe along with. And it is so simple. And like you said, we kind of forget to do it throughout the day. So we get to that point where we're just so stressed out. And by incorporating some of these techniques, just frequently small little bits throughout our day, I can really see how beneficial that would be to just reduce that overall stress level. Yeah. And the more you get doing it every day, the more it becomes a habit uh, mm-hmm. as well. And uh, yeah, I like technology is fabulous because we've got all sorts of little reminders and, and apps that we could use. But the flip side of that, I actually um, uh, was working with uh, with someone and they were, you know, having some some stress management issues. And, and I was saying, well, you know, are you doing like, you know, breathing meditation throughout the day? And she goes, well, well, you know, when I'm at work, I can't use like, you know, the breathing app, you know, that I use, you know, I can't access my phone because like I'm at work and I'm going, Okay, like you can breathe. Sometimes we get too dependent yeah. <laughs> on, on apps and technology. And so, I mean, they, they definitely have their place. There's no question. And it, and it is about, it's what, it's what works best for you. But it's mm-hmm. also to realize that, yeah, like literally you can do this anytime, anyplace uh, with or without tech. We're going to get right back to the conversation because it is so good. But I want to tell you about a free quiz at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz that's going to help you discover the unique hidden key to higher profit and awe-inspiring growth in your creative business. Now, there are so many keys to growth in a business, but they don't all fit the lock of your business right now. That's why I developed the Profit Finder quiz, and it's going to show you exactly what you need to be focusing on to reach the next level. Now, making a decent living from the work you love doesn't have to be hard. And when you answer these profit-finding questions for yourself, you're going to make it so much easier. Go take the Profit Finder quiz today. You can find it at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz and get your unique key plus in-depth strategies designed to help you see growth fast. Now, again, that's at wellpaidcreative.com forward slash quiz. All right, let's get back to the episode. What would you say is something that um, is kind of a, I guess, almost a um, precursor to stress? Because I know that we kind of, um, we focus a lot on, okay, now that I'm stressed or now that I have burnout, how can I fix it? But what are some of the ways that we can kind of make sure it doesn't happen in the first place? Yeah, that is such an excellent question, Gabrielle. (laughs) And really, and part of having a success mindset is being proactive rather Mm -hmm. than reactive. 
And so mm. that's where like things like a daily self-care practice uh, comes into play. The other thing too um, that uh, I coach people on is um, is covering, I call them the basics. Um, I have a chapter in my book dedicated to it. And um, uh, it's really a foundational piece. And what I consider the basics are, um, you know, drinking enough water, eating healthily, exercise, uh, and getting enough sleep. And to me, those are foundational pieces because when we get stressed out, um, those are the first things to fly out the window, right? Oh, so instead yes. of drinking lots of water, you know, you're uh, tanking up on coffee or pop for the like the caffeine and the sugar, um, or drinking too much alcohol to try and like lower your stress at the end of the day. And those are all really slippery slopes that can, you know, you, you might think that they're helping in the short term, but in the long term, they're actually going to be maximizing uh, and um, promoting stress actually, and making things way, way worse in the long run. So when I come across people, um, let's say the coffee's the problem, and they're drinking way too much coffee and not enough water. Um, I, um, as again, I like things to be simple and, and actionable. So it'll be like, just set up a four week plan for yourself. You're going to be focusing on it every day, but just set four week plan for yourself where you're each week, you know, you're going to be consuming less coffee each day and a little bit more water so that, you know, gradually within four weeks, then you should have reversed the process. So you're getting enough water. When our brains are fully hydrated, our brains are actually about 80% water. So when we're stressed, we need as much brain optimization and brain power as possible. And so, um, uh, yeah, so water is, is really important. So just, yeah, do like a simple strategy uh, like that. Uh, and then with healthy nutrition, that's, you know, <laughs> I don't know about you, when stress levels go up, chocolate count, uh, yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> consumption goes way up or, you know, whatever your, your snack of, uh, of choices, your vice is. Um, and so, um, again, it's about making things as easy as possible. Like if you know you've got a crazy week coming up or, you know, or things are, are kind of crazy, there's a lot of simple ways to do healthy food prep, like using slow cookers. Or um, I've recently become a huge fan of pressure cookers because you can mm -hmm. cook awesome stuff within like 30 to 60 minutes and have like really amazing healthy food. Um, I'm all about like salads because you can throw everything in the kitchen sink in smoothies. You can throw like fruits, veggies, um, protein in various forms in there, too. So just easy, healthy, easily accessible. Um, foods and really with very little I mean you could literally spend less than 30 minutes just prepping that for your week right mm -hmm. like knowing what you know what food you're going to need and and having that on your grocery list and and uh, making things really simple so that you're having that healthy nutrition and it's not that you're not going to be having your snacks <laughs> but uh but just making it uh, like having that foundational piece that basic piece uh in place and then with exercise uh, you know it's interesting uh with the pandemic um, because, uh, you know, all like all the gyms were closed, yoga and Pilates studios were closed. And I know I had so many um, of my patients and other people I was talking with um, going, oh, jeepers, like, you know, I can't work out and, you know, I can't go to the gym and I can't do my fitness class or I can't do my, you know, yoga or Pilates or whatever. And when we get stressed out and we're in fight or flight mode, we can get very easily into a rigid mindset and not look at the easily accessible options that are there. Now, I'm kind of biased because I work out at home and I have for years, so it's that's easy for me. Um, but, you know, when you get into that rigid mindset, you're blocking yourself off to really easily accessible tools. So now a lot of yoga and Pilates studios ended up doing, you know, virtual classes. But if you go on YouTube, <laughs> 
<laughs> there mm. are so many really good quality, actually, um, uh, workouts that have uh, been uploaded there that are designed for you to be doing in your living room with little to no uh, equipment. So um, exercise doesn't have to be complicated. Um, and I also find, too, people will get into a rigid mindset of that causes them more stress is that it's an either or oh, well, I, I can only get to the gym, you know, like once a week, I really should be there five times a week, I may as well not even bother going. As opposed to, you know what, yeah, maybe I can only get to the gym, like once a week, but um, I can go for a walk with my family, <laughs> you know, after supper, um, you know, I live in a two story, you know, house or condo, so I can take stairs two at a time, <laughs> I can yeah. do, you know, um, and, and, you know, as creatives, you know, we're, uh, we spend a lot of time in front of the computer, <laughs> running our mm -hmm. online businesses. Um, and so everybody should be getting up actually every 30 minutes to stretch and move around. There was research that came out in 2015 showing that uh, that the sitting can be quite detrimental to your short term as well as your long term health. So you can stand and like, you know, do jumping jacks. You can do, you know, periodically all throughout your day. So there's lots of different options with that, uh, with exercise. Um, and that's, a, again, a foundational piece. Uh, and then getting enough sleep. Um, yeah, I have a whole chapter in my book on that, uh, on sleep hygiene. <laughs> There's a, a number of different things to address. But I would say the key thing um, is uh, is screens. I mean, people were just were on screens all day long. Uh, for most people, I would say, um, you know, the screen is literally the last thing that they're looking at before they close their mm -hmm. eyes and their head hits the pillow. So um, thing, so there's there's a twofold problem, well, threefold problem actually with that. Um, number one is that like the light from the, the screen stimulates the brain. Well, you don't want to be stimulating your brain, you know, in the hour, mm -hmm. uh, you know, before you're you're going to bed. Um, so that's why it's, it's recommended, um, you know, through research that, uh, you know, you should be turning off all screens and have zero screen time for at least an hour before you go to bed uh, mm -hmm. at night. Um, the other thing, too, is that, you know, if you're like watching the news or, you know, scrolling through social media, um, you're stimulating your brain. And when we're tired um, and just before, you know, we're like when we're when we're tired and we're ready to fall asleep, that's when our brains are actually almost in a. a uh, kind of been in a hypnotic state, we're very suggestible and things can be easily implanted into our subconscious minds. And so that's why you should never, ever like stop watching the news before you go to yeah. bed, like just, just step away from the, from your TV, step away from, from your, uh, from your uh, tech device. Um, because uh, like the, the good thing about that is that you can actually, um, you know, if you know that you're in a suggestible state, that's a great time to be using like your app affirmations or mantras <laughs> to be mm -hmm. imprinting positive things for yourself during that state. And same thing when you, you know, first get up in the morning. So that would be a, a key uh, thing to, um, to help with sleep. So the, the basics and maintaining the basics and working on that, and it's not going to be perfect, obviously not all days or weeks are created equally, but if you really have that as one of your main focus, um, then that's going to go a long way in preventing burnout. But then also if unexpected things happen, because we're human beings on planet Earth and unexpected things happen, um, you're going to be in a much better place to be dealing with stress and be avoiding burnout uh, if you've got that, um, that foundational piece uh, in place. Um, and then another thing that I like to recommend people to do is you know, is, is once you once you've got your tools, like once you've got, you know, like the simple meditations, or, you know, you may have some guided meditations that you like to do, or you may learn EFT tapping, is take some time, like take a few minutes to get yourself into a relaxed state, get yourself out of uh, fight or flight mode into it's called actually called rest and digest mode. <laughs> mm. um, and just, yeah, just calm your mind and clear your mind and then set aside, I usually say about 20 minutes, because that's 
more actionable. Um, it's less time that it takes to, you know, sit down and zone out watching, you know, a sitcom. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and uh, just start with that and just do a little reflection and ask yourself the question, is the stress that I'm experiencing, is it situational or mm -hmm. is it part of an ongoing chronic behavior pattern? So mm -hmm. what I mean by that is like situational could be you know, say a, a creative who is like maybe launching a business, running a business, scaling a business, raising a family, you know, and there's inherent like positive and negative stress in that. But then let's say, you know, on top of that, maybe they have a, a parent um, who's become ill or aging and then they have to take care of them. There's a lot of situational stress, you know, involved in that, as mm -hmm. opposed to maybe looking at your life and going, oh man, there's just always drama going on. <laughs> you know, maybe, you know, the VA, VAs that you hire just, you know, aren't doing, you know, quality work or or, you know, they're always missing the deadlines that you set for them or, you know, um, or there's always, you know, a family issue going on or, you know, whatever. So regardless of what, where the stress is coming from, it could be coming from a combination of things. Oftentimes there's some uh, limiting belief systems in play that are actually making the stress worse. Mm. And so... Um, like for some examples, there could be a, like a limiting belief system, like I have to do it all. Like oh, if I yeah, don't do it, fine. it won't get done. Yeah. <laughs> or if I don't do it, it won't get done properly. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and speaking as a creative, I think another problem that a lot of people have is that um, is fear of failure. So that's where the perfectionism comes out. It's got to yeah. be done perfectly. And so we put a lot of stress on our, ourselves to, you know, it's got to be perfect. It's got to be done like just so. And so that can like uh, exacerbate the stress and make it worse or, or even create its own stress um, mm -hmm. in looking at that. And sometimes even fear of success will come into play. It's just like, oh my gosh, well, if I do grow my business, if I do take it to the next level, um, how am I going to be able to handle that? That's going to be too much. And so you stress yourself out of, over that and it can even lead to a bit of self-sabotage as well. And mm -hmm. so that's where I find um, EFT uh, can be a really powerful tool. <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's great because as I mentioned before, you can use it as a self-care tool, but you can also work with an EFT practitioner. There's a lot of coaches um, who are EFT practitioners. There's psychologists um, who are trained in EFT as well, uh, you know, depending on, on where you are on your stress journey. <laughs> um, that, uh, yeah, it can be a really powerful tool because by um, identifying uh, and looking at the stress a little bit uh, deeper and looking at some of the underlying root causes and helping to, you know, clear them out, um, then that can help lower your stress and prevent you from, from crashing and burning. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that insight because if we don't find out the causes, and like you said, whether it's situational or whether it's, um, you know, if we caused it ourselves or, or if it's outside of us, then we're never going to be able to fix it. And it's just going to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back. And then we're just going to be stress cases for the rest of our lives. And yes. I don't know about you, but that does not appeal to me at all. No. Um, it's kind of funny. A key part of my athletic therapy training years ago was uh, find the cause, treat the cause. And so that's why I talk about the difference between stress management and stress processing. So stress management is very important. Don't get me wrong, like doing the breathing meditation or, um, uh, you know, listening to a guided meditation or, you know, there's different things that you can do um, are, are very, very important. But the analogy that I use is that if you have a leak in your roof and every time it rains, you've got to put a, a bucket, you know, in your kitchen to catch the water, um, that's, that's stress management, <laughs> you know, you're managing that situation. But 
if you're really going to get the root cause of that, like you need to, you know, get a contractor or a roofer <laughs> to find out like, you know, what's happening. And if there's a, a hole in the roof um, or, you know, your, your eaves troughs need to be cleaned out or, you know, whatever's causing it, you want to get to the cause and treat that. Mm-hmm. And so, but a lot of people don't want to take that next step because it does take a bit of work. Uh, yeah. It takes some self-reflection. Um, but again, that's the thing. If you're just working at it a little bit at a time and just having that as part of your daily self-care practice, um, it can make a huge difference uh, in the mm-hmm. in the long run. And sometimes you need, you know, you need help with that. So you might, um, you know, need to talk to a friend or family member. You might need to work with an EFT practitioner. You might need to work with a coach. Uh, you might need to work with a membership website or you might need to listen to some podcasts. You might need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's a big mindset shift. Um for creatives and for entrepreneurs too, is that asking for help is a strength, not a weakness. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it may be, you know, hiring extra help in terms of, you know, hiring a VA or a business manager or, you know, someone to do your Facebook mar- marketing, your, you know, your uh, online marketing, uh, whatever it may happen to be. Mm-hmm. Wow. This has just been such a fantastic amount of resources. And you mentioned so many great books and resources on your site and in others. So we're going to make sure that all of those get linked up down in the show notes. So you'll have to go to wellpaidcreative.com to go check out the episode. Um, I asked this question of all of my guests and I love hearing their responses. So do you have a hobby or just an activity that you do on the side that's just for yourself? Um, yeah, uh, hiking in the mountains. I live in Calgary, Alberta, so I'm close to the Rocky Mountains. And um, I love the mountains. That's why I've lived here for many, many years. And a friend of mine uh, from the clinic actually got me into hiking uh, last summer. And so that's just been, oh my gosh, so good for the soul to be out in nature, um, you know, to be able to be there without masks and be socially distanced <laughs> in <Yeah>. nature <laughs> and just, uh, yeah, soak in the majesty of the mountains and the fresh air and the blue sky. And um, so that's something that I do just for me. Oh, wonderful. That sounds lovely. Yeah, And it's great because then you can share it with friends. And, and certainly through the pandemic, it's been a wonderful activity to do with friends in a safe way. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you so much, Dr. Jen. This has just been absolutely amazing having you on the podcast. Where can people find you online? Uh, they can find me on drjenniferharrison.com. So just drjenniferharrison.com. And so I've got, um, yeah, a ton of free resources uh, on my website. I've got a free membership. Um, plus, I've got uh, online courses. And uh, as I said, I do some success mindset coaching. Um, I also have um, uh, have a freebie, a free uh, PDF uh, mm. to download um, called Three Ways to Break Through Burnout and Boost Your Brain. Uh, three minutes Ooh. at a time. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I love that. I love the number three. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming. It has been just an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Gabrielle. It's been uh, really wonderful. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Well-Paid Creative. This podcast is sponsored by 12 Strong, a full-service marketing automations agency. You can learn more at 12strong.com. Theme music is by Silverhoof, and our guests are not paid for their time and energy, so please do give them any support that you can. Before we head out, if you want access to free resources, trainings, and a community of creative pros just like you, visit wellpaidcreative.com where you can find all this and so much more. Join me next week for another episode as we continue discussing how you can grow and love a profitable creative business. While you're here, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, I'd be so grateful for a review or a share with someone you think would benefit. Now let's hear some more of that amazing theme song.